right. Okay. Okay. We are open. Okay, great. Thank you for joining us today on Beth's World, ladies and gentlemen, for another exciting episode of The Blind View. Um, today is, we don't have our lead um, person helping us with the show. We're training somebody, so please be bear with us if there's some little kinks along the way. Um, but we've got TP on board with us. How are you, TP? I'm good. How y'all doing? What's happening out there in the uh, 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 web world? Hey, uh, Beck. What camera? Can you scoot over a little bit into the camera? I can't really see it very good. This way? That's perfect. You are a little bit more, but you are just perfect. Right? Okay. Much like that. Okay, Thank you. Thanks. Okay. So how you doing, TP? I'm feeling awful sexy. I don't know why. I just feel sexy. <laughs> Did you say sexy? Feeling sexy. But, you know, I just couldn't believe I all day long, just sexy. It's just an amazing feeling I've been having. I went outside and felt a sexy breeze. It was sexy. Everything all day just been sexy. Wow. Girl, I um thank you for that, TP. Um, I hope everybody's getting out there and enjoying that sexy weather. You know, here in Arizona, where the weather is so nice, we can take some clothes off and a little look a little sexier than others, maybe, right? <laughs> right, isn't that right, TP? <laughs> <laughs> Arizona is beautiful. It's a wonderful place. I love Arizona. Oh yeah, me too. And there's a lot of great people here. Oh yeah, uh, and you like uh, for me, you know, you got all of these. There's an abundance of comedy clubs. You got Stir Crazy, the mm -hmm. House of Comedy. You got Tempe Improv. You got Stand Up Live. You got uh, I think TJ's Comedy Club or JP's Comedy. It's a lot, a lot of comedy. Uh, I think it's called the 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 pink tequila or tequila rose, some kind of tequila downtown Tuesday night. That's pretty cool. So I'm like, yeah, this is a. Great what does the place. pink tequila have going on on Tuesday nights? Pray tell. They have um uh, open. And they have um, a first place prize of 50 bucks. You said they have open mic? Yeah. yeah. And they have first place what? First place is 150. And second place, I think, is like 75. And okay. third place, a $25 gift card. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, so that's great. Yeah, you know, um, they have you know a lot of people there every week. And, you know. Me, I just like to be in the in, uh, on the scene just to check things out, listen to the yeah. So, are there any other comedy clubs that are having regular events like that we could let our viewers know about? Well, yeah, I mean, of course, the comedy club open on each weekend, but um, I'm gonna say if you want to check out some hot new local talent, start looking uh for like Tuesday, Wednesday, and sometimes Thursday. Um, but mostly Tuesday and Wednesday here in the Phoenix area, the different comedy clubs have that open mic, and uh, those are that's the that's that's a fun time because you get to um, you know see the the comics that are really aspiring to grow, that are really really they're not out here working and worn out. They're really trying to get somewhere with it, and it's a good a good um a good way to see some of the people today that you you had no idea was going to be. 
And Tina Graham's still out there somewhere, right? Is she still hanging out in the comedy clubs? Oh yeah, she's she's doing her thing. Yeah, um, all of, yeah Tina. Um, it's it's it's, it's a comic bill. Uh, they're doing their thing. Um, comic bill. Comic bill. Yeah, if you just uh, Google those guys, they got comedy city. As a matter of fact, they, if I'm not mistaken, they have a new comedy club opening up in, I want to say Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a so, lot. TP, is there one website in the nation where everybody can go to to get their local comedy info? Uh, and mo yeah, well, not a particular website, but if you just go live stand up near me, it'll list all the comedy clubs. I mean, technology made it too easy for us to to um, to, to stay in touch with every. I mean, I do it all the time. You know, if I got a, um, a a gig somewhere out of town, and let's say the gig is on a a Saturday night, but if I get there on Thursday, I'll get live comedy near me, and it'll list everything mm -hmm. going area. Well, that is really good, TP. Um, I really appreciate you sharing information with our viewers about the comedy clubs and what's going on and where they can go to see real st great stand-up and stuff. Um, I only discovered um, great stand-up in 2018, and then the stupid quarantine hit about a year and a half after that. And I was afraid I never get to see any again. So I'm really happy that they're coming back out and the clubs are opening back up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, it started out a uh, lot of lot of the comics and some of the big started throwing comedy shows in the backyard during the corner. Oh really? Yeah, they were in the chairs in backyards and and and, uh, and had uh, mask on and everything. It, it worked mm -hmm. out really. Well, quite cool. a few of them. Um, and shout outs while we're here in the kind of the of the of the Becker's world. Um Pierre's panic room is doing real good. Um, um uh, Pierre Where is Pierre's panic room located? Um it's on uh Pierre's panic room.com, I believe. It's a podcast, just oh, you know podcast. everything is nowadays. But mm -hmm. um uh, let's see, the platform is, <coughs> let me think, the platform is Comedy yeah. Can you say that again? You broke up. It's part of the Comedy Hype platform. Comedy Hot what? Hype, H-Y-P-E. Comedy Hype? Yep, part oh, of the Comedy platform and it's called Pierre's Panic Room. Comedy hype platform and it's Pierre's room. Panic. Pierre's Panic Room. Okay, cool. Sounds great. So is Pierre the host of that room? And do you yeah, host, appear uh, the, or the host of that yeah. show? Okay. Yeah, he's the host of the show. And oh, um, he has a pretty big celebrity guest on the show on a regular basis. Um, so you can just look for Pierre, uh, comedian Pierre or Pierre Edwards. Um, and so is and Pierre's a local comedian? Oh no, he's he's a nationally known name. He's, oh, he's uh, national. He's, okay. He's uh, been in movies opposite Holly Berry and uh, um, quite a few other films. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's been around a long time. Cool. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, I think the show. I like to check it out. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested in that, check out it's Panic Room on a comedy hype platform. And uh, I don't know when it airs or anything, but Google, Google it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've had some big stuff going on this week. I got my third book this mail this week in the mail. So, and so I actually have copies of it in my house. I've had them in my hands. I've been giving them to a few select friends that are nearby, right? And it's so great to have this book in my hands. Um, and then yesterday, I went and got my third tattoo. Um, which I'll show it next week on another video where with Gino so we can get it really good with cameras and different angles and stuff. But that was fun and exciting. I was with Kyle for eight hours yesterday getting this tattoo. <laughs> and this is like only the first part. We're going to have to do at least two more sessions with just this tattoo. So, Wow. Well, you... Uh... You're brave. You're very, very brave. I, you know, I don't even have to be getting a tattoo. Just the sound of the gun makes me go conscious for some reason. And then I can't even stay more. I can't. I am such a and not tattoo thing. I mean, like if you ride past a tattoo shot with me in the car, I feel faint. I promise. I just cannot do these things. So, TP, let me tell you, I am a big weenie. I've hated needles my whole life, right? And I thought a long time about getting a tattoo, and I'm glad I finally went and got one because you know, it doesn't hurt at all. The worst part about getting a tattoo for me is that my tailbone hurts after having to sit there for so long, right? And and like today, my upper back is is sore from because I had to sit there on that that pretty hard bench, right, for like eight hours. I mean, we got to take some breaks, but it was gotten long, right, being there um, and being stable in that stationary position. It made my potty really hurt. And and see, that's the part right there. But that's I'll... the worst part, PP. The the tattoo itself doesn't hurt. Okay, so it's a painted tattoo, but your body hurt. While waiting to get to, I mean, I, hey, to each his own. I don't pay for pain. I'm sorry. I'm not finna be uncomfortable. Well, and that's why I mentioned the pain to you because I know you've suffered some serious injuries to your body as well. So it probably would hurt you quite a bit having to sit there for like eight hours and get a tattoo. But you can also break it up into sessions. And during those eight hours, you can get up every hour and walk around or every 30 minutes if you want. Just take a bathroom break or a smoke break or whatever. Or a lunch break, right? A break to get something to eat. Right. It wasn't like he tied me to the chair for eight hours and tattooed on me. <laughs> well, speaking of breaks, Beck, should we take a little commercial break? Yeah, let's take a quick commercial break. Please bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Hey everybody. That's all right. Thank you. Hey everybody, great news. Hey everybody, great news. You can now get both of my books on Audible. My first book, Because You're Blind, is the story of how I went from that terrified little girl who woke up suddenly blind and brain injured at the age of 12 years old and then years later was locked down under an illegal and corrupt guardianship in the state of Montana for 15 years. It's the story of how I defeated all of that and overcame all of that. 
And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is how I use my own thinking to empower myself to change my life after all of that. And now today, I am the founder and president of Blue Butterfly Enterprises, as well as host and creator of Becca's World on YouTube. And I have a lot of other great projects going on. But I just wanted to encourage you guys to check out the Audible versions of my books because they're both good stories. And you can get, there's, I have some free downloads of each book available. If you email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, I would be happy to send you a free download so you can check it out. Thank you so much for your time. And now back to the blind view. We are back in the studio. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, just a minute. Hi. So thank you for bearing with us, ladies and gentlemen. And this, guys, literally yesterday in the mail, I just got my third book. And I wanted to show this off to you guys. This is my third book. It's called Metamorphosis. This is my first fiction book. And it's a series of short stories and it's a lot, of, it's a fun read. And it's, I think it's a good read. And I just wanted to encourage my viewers to go get it. And because I wanted to make it so easy for people to get, I marked this down more than my previous books because I really want people to just go get out there and read it and tell others about it and share it with others, okay? So, um, I, and if you know me personally, if you'd like a signed copy, I will give you one. So just contact me, okay? Um, you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you've lost my phone number and I will call you my friend, whoever you are. I know I have a lot of friends out there because I've been all over the country and to several states in my life and I've done a lot. Um, anyway, so this is my third book. So um, please check it out, guys. Um, is TP still with us? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know where. I, I, don't, I can't even find my way out this room. I'm just sitting here, you know, just... Mm -hmm. Enjoying the weather over here, the Arizona, the, the, the Phoenix area. I like Phoenix. Phoenix is the weather. I like it a lot better than Tucson. Tucson, mm -hmm. is, they drive run people over down in Tucson. I don't appreciate being run over, so I come back up here. <laughs> now, TP, which one of your friends, which one of your friends told you to come back to Phoenix? <laughs> uh, say, say what? Which one of your friends told you to come back to Phoenix? Oh, well, uh, I'm not, you know, uh, yeah, see, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you I told me. I feel like Phoenix is the promised land. Yeah, Phoenix is. It's, it's, it is. It is. It is. It's so beautiful know. here. And for some reason, the, the aches and pains that I would normally have elsewhere, I don't have here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's quite a bit better here, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm celebrating the victory though. I'm back over in England. Yes, it was the Great Britain Bark Competition. It was wonderful. I won. I'm a champion. Nobody in the whole country was able to beat me. My secret weapon was kale and beans. Just thought I'd let y'all know that. Keep you nice and healthy. Yeah, so does anybody, so would anybody like to talk about what's going on in our schooling system right now? Like, TP, have you heard from your children about how their schooling's going? Or Carrie, would you like to comment on about your children's schooling? You can go first, TP. All right, well, let's see. Well, I mean, I don't know. 
education should be uh, more geared toward uh, reality instead of su su systemic, you know, mind, uh, mind uh, molding, you know, because you go to school eight hours a day, you take a couple of breaks. And then after you finish with school, eight hours a day, take a couple of breaks and graduate. Now you're going to the work world, eight hours a day, take a couple of breaks. It's all just molding to do the same thing, you know. Whatever uh, profession. Well, it, it's, it's teaching. When you go to school eight hours a day, it's teaching you to be able to go to work eight hours a day and be a, a productive adult in this world. So we have people who are actually doing things and creating things and producing stuff instead of just consuming and taking everything and yeah. and taking advantage of everything, right? So that's the idea behind that, TP. <laughs> but I see what you're talking about and everybody does. You know what right? I'm saying? It's, it's like, okay, I, I get it. But when you look at the educational system as a whole uh, over the last, let's just say, 50 years. Mm -hmm. now, that's not a long time. Mm -hmm. Now, once upon a time in the last 50 years, you had vocational courses that were available in all the high schools. You had mm -hmm. shop class, auto shop, you had wood shop, you had home economics. You had all of these vocational type of, of classes that are no more. And mm -hmm. you had plenty of music courses and stuff that are no more. You know what so, I'm saying? Yeah, TP, we had all that stuff in my high school too. But let me tell you what I think might have happened. I think maybe, so what kind, what kind of school did you grow up in? Was it a big city or was it a rural community? The city. Really, how big was your school? Uh, I mean, it was pretty big. I mean, I went to school in the south suburbs of Chicago, so it was a pretty big school. How big was your graduating class? I didn't count them. I don't know. <laughs> like, like in the thousands or the hundreds or in the teens? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was in. The, it was. It was. Uh, it was in the thousands, low thousands, like like two or three thousand. Okay, well, so because my high school had all that same stuff you just described, and I thought I've always thought that we must have been lucky to have all that stuff because we were so small. Because I've been wondering my whole adult life, what's wrong with all the other people out there? that aren't high achievers, because if they got all the same stuff I got when I was a kid, they should definitely be high achievers because look what I've accomplished with it, right? Right. And, and as you so that shocks me to find out that even in Chicago and places like that, they were getting all that same great training. Right, but as we got older, they were taking it away from each, each graduating year that went past, uh -huh. the following year got less and less. Oh, and less. really? Yeah, like when I was in junior high school, there was a class mm -hmm. called Wood Construction, which taught me how to use the hammers and nails and 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 measurements and all of that stuff. All of that. Mm -hmm. oh. These kids are they they're they they're, they're, they're not getting. Any of that. Oh, they can't. They don't have basic skills. I know what you're talking about. Training that we got as young people. Mm -hmm. It went not from hands-on to being. Right, straight to the electronics. Right, it was you like know, just putting everything. them in front of computers and letting them all do like stuff online, and then 
now with the new COVID, with the COVID the last couple of years, everyone's had to turn to online school or and our kids are having to learn more electronics and more computerized things versus hands-on, um, like the cooking skills and the wood shops and the, um, well, even the textbooks, they've even gone away from textbooks and had stuff online for the kids to do, you know, like we used to have all of that. And it's yeah. just like on a time that hands on skills, those those were they're still definitely uh, usable today. Mm -hmm. Now, in the event of type of grid failure of, you know, God forbid, but if there's something major happening, you know, your average. Uh, other adult today can't even cut up a, 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 a thawed out chicken properly. And they, 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 they also couldn't find their way to the grocery store without a GPS to get them there. Or, yeah. or they would go get food if they couldn't go on their app and order it, right? Or something. You know what I mean? You know, there, there's no, there, there, there aren't any culinary, like, hey, I can, I can clean mm -hmm. a fish. You know, I can catch and clean a fish. Catch, clean, yeah. and cook you know, the life skills that, that one needs. Right. You know, and, and, you know, like now it's where technology is a handicap in a lot of cases because in the event that we need those life skills to hunt and eat and survive, uh, that we won't have very many survivors because so many uh, have the knowledge with no experience and wind up starving to death. Some other yeah. something else that's really scary is not only the fact that they can't hunt and they, they don't know how to hunt and fish and take care of themselves like that, but they also don't know how to handle firearms. You know, that's why there's all these crazy accidental shootings is because these kids don't learn how to use guns. Like growing up, Carrie, Carrie, weren't you always around guns growing up? Your dad had a gun, right? Yeah. And I and didn't like TV, guns. Were, TV, I don't like guns. <laughs> so I, I was scared of guns growing up. I had what I call a, a respect for the guns. I, I right. gave them a wide berth because I knew that I wasn't able to take, use them when I was a girl. I knew I wasn't well-trained and I could, I knew they were dangerous. So I gave them a wide berth. I didn't need, I mean, my dad, he, he locked them up in his gun, gun case. Right. But I never went looking for them to see if they weren't locked up. Right. I was never playing in my dad's room and it really blows my mind that some of these kids are that foolish that they're playing in their dad's rooms and they're getting these guns and accidentally shooting themselves or some of them are going and killing people at you know, school shootings and such, right? Yeah, so, well, I mean, but we, we, we were accessibility. I mean, I the lack of parental control and leaving it accessible to the children and mm -hmm. that's a lack of parenting, you know, it really mm -hmm. kind of goes to that too. And, Making yeah, sure yeah, that right. your guns are locked up and ammunition's in a different spot. It's really important that they oh, it is. That is a gun holder that they use gun safety um, and teach our children gun safety and, and let them know what it is so they can be the ones to respect it, you know? Mm -hmm. We have to be the ones to teach all of that. Well, the area that I came from originally uh, some of the most exotic firearms ever. And you can't purchase a firearm or ammunition anywhere in the city of Chicago. 
Well, I think we're talking about two different firearm situations too. Like where Carrie and I come from, guns are used for hunting mostly, right? Very rarely for self-defense are they even necessary. But where you come from, TP in Chicago, guns were used for self-defense more than hunting, right? Mm -hmm. I, uh, I wouldn't even say self-defense. It's more used for offensive measures than anything else. Mm -hmm. So to gain the advantage in life, which is the wrong use of firearms. Well, I mean, I don't know. That, that's a double-edged sword with that because if we're going to hunt, okay, fine. But when you create a, a situation that requires uh, added attention and more governing, you, you can't really, you know, that's like that's that, that age old question, which came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? You, you, can't, you can't point the finger at, at someone. It's just like a person building a house, moving into the house, keeping the house just, just a, a, a muck. And then one day waking up mad because there's rodents in you. You know what I'm saying? And then you because of the it isn't the rodents fault. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Well, right. nobody's mad at who? Who are you thinking? So, TV, you who's, who are you thinking is mad at who? We have too many, too many loose laws and loopholes to to for people to do ignorant things with guns. Yes. And and, and it's too easy for the streets to get them because I know on the streets of Chicago, um, them guns were just appearing by Creighton alleys. Now, who was putting them there? We don't know. Rumor has it it was the police. Rumor has it it was, you know, other people. But the guns were making it to the streets. That's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Can't it in that city. Yeah, it's, you know, a very high crime rate. You know, so my, my, my point is, is, you know, you can, who do you blame for the hate that hate created? You see what I mean? Because, I mean, the streets are the streets. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't be so bad in, in the streets of America if, if, if it weren't for the need to survive. People are hungry out there. Mm -hmm. people, people are needing things. And, and, and a lot of people resort to stuff they would normally would never dream of. But that empty stomach, make the mind run wild yeah this these are desperate times we're talking about here it wasn't like this so long ago a while back people had money people had jobs people had stuff they could do in their lives right but thanks to the current administration that's all shot to hell but we can't get back there ladies and gentlemen don't give up hope never give up hope say this is an administration issue this issue has been going on long before the current administration, long before the last administration, long before the administration before that, and so on and so forth. This is a people thing. This ain't an administration. This ain't got nothing to do with no red or blue, Democratic, Republican, black, white, or otherwise. This is a people thing. If you're not going to be a good human being and encourage other human beings to be good human beings as well, and we're not going anywhere. We're just peddling in a circle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's a good thing, good human being. You cannot point the 
finger at this administration or that administration or this religion or that. Religion. Well, that this administration is the one that's in the White House right now that's doing all this stuff that's gone on in the last year, TP. It doesn't matter what administration it is. It's the human beings that are spiting each other, the separation. See, how can I believe that this administration sucks and this one don't when they're all creator of red-blooded Americans who eat hungry, who starve, who, who see, touch, feel, who love, who embrace, you know what I'm saying? Who mourn, mourn the loss of loved ones. You cannot say that it's a group of anything if you're not going to say it's a group of everything. TP, do you, do you realize we have politicians out there who, who are also, they're not just loving life and working and stuff. They're also scheming and plotting against the American people. And you realize what they've stolen from us in the last year, let alone, in the, I mean, it's been gotten really bad in the last year, but in the last few decades, it's been horrible. And it's getting really bad. Like, we can't go on much longer like this. That's what most There's of the ugliness. never give up. What we need you? more kindness and less ugliness. There's so yep. much ugliness in our world. And we, as American people and as humans, doesn't matter what color, what race, what we are, we all need to come together as one. And we mm -hmm. need to support and have that kindness. We have to go out. When you're feeling down and lonely, you have to go out and do an act of kindness help somebody else pay for their pay um ahead of for somebody do something nice just to um help them out you know just to spread the love spread more love less less ugliness and more caring and, and if you if you're having a down day and if you're feeling grumpy and if you, you don't have someone right there to shine some sunlight in your life, then go do something good for somebody and start your That's own right. start shining your own sunshine. You know, just because yep. you because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed today doesn't mean you have to stay there. You can always turn it around, pal. And it'll yep, just be a good day. Right. Yep. Right. Always if you're having such a bad day, you can't do that. Then I suggest you just go home and go back to bed. <laughs> I love it when we go and do things with the kids, and I have the kids with me, and you know, like an example couple was trying to pay for a 12 pack of soda they didn't have enough money so i paid for a 12 pack of soda went and gave it to them my kids were like that is so nice that just warmed my heart mom to do something so nice it's just a little simple little kind of adjuster you know just a nice well, any time we show generosity and goodwill towards people that we don't even know in front of our children it's always a good example to set for your children i think that was one of and then the kids want to do it too, you know. Then mm -hmm. the kids are, "Mom, can I give, um, can I give him my dollar?" You know, we pull up and there's somebody with a sign on the side of the road. Oh, can I give them my water or can I give them whatever they have? They just want to give, and that's what we need to be mm -hmm. teaching our children, also to just love and care and give and ha have those acts of kindness. And we yeah. are the teachers; they are mirroring from us. So. We and listen, listen, you guys, Jesus himself said, I'm paraphrasing here. He said something like, if a man asks for your cloak or for your jacket, give him your cloak as well. Right? Mm -hmm. Which that's Jesus saying, if a man asks you for a bit of bread, give him a piece of sausage with it. Right? 
go above and beyond what's requested of you and do it with a generous heart, with a, a, a heart full of joy, right? Which is another thing God talks about in his word is giving, uh, be a joyful giver, right? And right. a lot of times it's the way you go about giving that that you, you're blessed through, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It makes you I mean, feel so good on the inside to give to others. Mm -hmm. so, right. Even if it's just a volunteering your time, right? Yes, yep, yep. Helping them carry their groceries to the car. You yep. know, just little simple acts of kindness. Holding the door for them or holding one of their babies because it's a mom with two twins. Right? And she says to get more groceries in her car or something, right? Yep. There's lots of things you can do to help. There's usually someone around who can use a hand. And the more you do that, the more you'll find that God will bless you. It's amazing. Like, so God tells us if we give, God challenges us to uh, tithe 10% in life, right? And that's not just financial tithing, right? You should tithe 10% of everything, your your energy and your thoughts and your your you know intentions in life right and and god says if you if you tie 10 percent, that he will bless you in abundance of that right and go far and far above and beyond your expectations and it is really true and you know the more you give don't just give 10 percent of your finances try to give a little bit more and don't just give 10 percent of your time try to give god a little bit more because as you give god a little bit more and as god multiplies that little bit more you'll just see the blessings blow up in your life right Absolutely. That's how this works. When when you give God, you know, give God your time and your energy and your finances or whatever you, whatever God's giving you that you can give back to him and bless those around you. God will bless you like tenfold, a hundredfold in, as, as a result. And that's, that's anybody that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, any religion, yeah. any, uh, political view. God is, a, he loves a good human being. God looks at the heart. He's not going to say, oh, you're a Democrat. I don't like you. You're a Republican. I don't like you. You're, you're part of the Green Party. I don't like you. No, you serve me. Let's go. You see what I'm saying? And we're all creating his image. So there is that the separation is all man-made, not God-made. God didn't separate none of us. He wants us to come together. Like and ladies and that's the pixels. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you might think that I don't like Democrats because of the way I talked about them, but I, I actually love Democrats. My four parents are all Democrats, those ding-dongs, right? So I gotta love Democrats. <laughs> but but it's okay, it's okay to disagree with them. It's okay to let my views be known, which I'm doing, and I'm letting it known be known on my YouTube channel and every chance I get. <laughs> Oh, how you get four parents as well. Oh, that's one of my He's biggest problems. I had two dress. <laughs> biological mother and a biological father. <laughs> we both got remarried when they got they got divorced when I was a baby. Okay, like I was three okay. months old, my parents separated and they both got remarried. So I have step parents too. Okay, I get it now. But when you just you know, I mean, you just this she just said that like I was pulled up there. Yeah, my four parents, I was like, there's <laughs> two that ain't even can't claim responsibility for me and you got four <laughs> i know tp i'm telling you god bless my parents and i pray for them all the time but i do think i have too many parents at least i know my parents 
were way too, in too much of a hurry to you know, like protect me from myself, you know? And I think part of the problem is I had too many of them. You know what I mean? They were all thinking too much. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and when they're all thinking the wrong direction, problems happen. Yeah. You got four wheels, four wheel drive, but they all drive in a separate direction. Well, they were driving different directions, honestly. I I really believe my stepmother probably would have supported my endeavors to become independent had she seen it from my perspective, but my mother had her looking at it from her perspective. Right. You know right. what I mean? So um, which is one reason why I've been writing my books, because I'm trying to help everybody look at their own situations from a different perspective. Because, I mean, I met so many people in my life who said, oh, poor you, that's so horrible that you were blinded, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that all this stuff happened to you, right? But I want people to know that no matter what happens to you in life, there's always tomorrow, there's always another day, another chance to recover and do something with yourself, right? And do something important with life and help people and touch people's lives. So the matter is now think about it. The thing that's real is the now. Everything that happened before now is not even real anymore. It's it's real in memory, but you can't see feel it ever again. You see what I'm saying? It's only a real memory. It's not a, a reality anymore once it's behind you. So your past is behind you. And people that live there and they're mm -hmm. stuck there, they don't get far because they're not looking for it. You, the rear yeah. mirror is there for reason, just to glance at the past. You got to keep looking yeah. out. To, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, you got to. on that. It's a difficult task, but somebody's got to do it. Amen. What were you saying? Remember, were you saying something? I said, just put the past behind you. Keep going forward. Right. When you flush the toilet, do you miss anything? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, another thing I want to draw your guys' attention to is you can go up to my um, website or to my YouTube channel. And if you go, like if you go to my YouTube channel, you go to the links at the bottom of every page. There should be a link on there now where you can go to our store and purchase Becca's World. I believe there's hoodies that we have up there. I think I think there's a go cup that we designed. Um, there were several items that Gino and I discussed that we designed. And I believe you can go up there and order them now if you'd like. And each purchase supports, helps support us here at Becca's World. and. All that money goes to help us with our, you know, our projects here, the movie project and the the books that I'm working on and the videos and all our stuff. So um, I we appreciate any help we can get. And the more you share these videos with your friends, that helps us too. So if you don't want to help by uh, purchasing some Becca's World memorabilia or my books, just share the video with your friends and family or hit the subscribe button. You know, it's a free subscription. Doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I like free. That is the best price ever. Yeah, I'm really excited about this Becca's World memorabilia that we're we have up there now, though, because I've been trying to get this. You know, just before the quarantine hit, we were working on this, and we actually had, like, I had 
and I still have in my closet like a Beth's World t-shirt, one of the models, because there were a couple different models of t-shirts we were looking at and stuff. And so I'm pretty sure there's probably a t-shirt up there too, because I had picked one, right? Um, but just before the quarantine, we were just starting the process of getting some Beth's World stuff up there for people to start buying. But because of the quarantine and everything that happened, we had to put it off for a while. So we're just now getting it up there. Um, it's, I think it's through Teespring, so. Well, it's all gonna be good. It's all good. It's all good mm -hmm. now. I kind of told y'all already. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the information that I, this, uh, um, again, I'm gonna do this every week till, till yep. this time. Actually, but so far on the uh, local calendar, I have myself performing with a host of other comedians on February 25th at the Phoenix uh, of the Arts Center. Okay, Center February 25th on the, you broke up, what's the name of the place? Can you say the whole name again? The Phoenix okay. Center of the Arts. Phoenix Center of the Arts. Okay, on February 25th. What time on February 25th? Uh, Show times at 8, 8 o'clock, I believe. Eight o'clock. Do the doors open at seven, though? Yep, the doors open at seven. Showtime at eight. Okay, awesome, TP. Now, how much is that? What? How much are the tickets? Uh, the tickets are twenty bucks. Okay, cool. And you got uh, Skills you, Hudson, the building, myself, uh, -huh. uh Miss Arkansas, Kirk Williams, Rich Rivera, uh, mm -hmm. hosted by uh, uh, uh that. Phone Girl, Lady Q, and uh, it's a Seth uh, Easy Living production. production. So it, it's going to be a, a great time. Um, you guys, you guys already know what I'm bringing to the table. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of good, hilarious friends. Uh, Skills is from Chicago as well. So, uh, so who's the headliner? Do you know TP? Skills is Skills Hudson. Skills Hudson is the headliner. Awesome. Right. He's well, that's the headliner. great. And then uh, everybody else, uh, uh, they're, they're just excellent, hilarious comedians. Well, thank you for sharing that information, T, because I've been dying to go listen to some live comedy. And I know I got to take in your show recently, and I got to hang out with you and Brandon for a while, but I do want to go listen to more comedy. So it's really nice that you're sharing information with our viewers about where they can also go hear some live comedy. So I really oh, yeah. encourage you guys to check that out. Do you know, and, TV, will any of that be broadcast on YouTube? When the uh, show is so if they're gonna, uh, I, I don't know if they're putting oh, the show. It's, uh, I don't know. I didn't even ask the promoter. I, I just took the gig and was like, hey, yeah, I got some work. Hey. That's cool. Yeah, COVID okay. put us off. Yeah. COVID, if COVID was a person, I'd be looking for it. COVID, yeah. I know some people, a lot of people had to sit at home and twiddle their thumbs during COVID. And I thought, I mean, when they said, go home and stay home, I thought, oh, crap, right? But I just dug into writing and really practiced my writing, got better at my writing skills during that time. And I, I hope other people, all, and I also exercise every single day during that time, right, to try to keep my make my body even stronger. So uh, I looked at it as an opportunity to get ahead of the game. And hopefully a lot of other people did too. Hopefully not everybody uh, did the whole uh, binging on uh, Netflix every night and eating junk food and stuff like some people did that I know personally. So, because they were really hurting by the time the quarantine was over. 
I uh, I just want to share that we had Lee Leah um, Norm's sister sent a message during our oh, video watching. And she says that she sees that we are live and she wants to tell everybody hello. Hi. Oh, that's her sister Lee. Yep. I told her thank you for watching. And I'm about ready to send the message that says we hope yeah. Norm is doing well. Well, I did call the place where Norm is at right now earlier this month. And because I wanted to find out about from them about visiting Norm, right? And they said uh -huh. they had a COVID outbreak at the time. So I told them I would call later in the month. So like on Monday, I think I'll call them and see if the COVID is cleared up, right? Yeah. Because they weren't accepting visitors at that time. Well, right. prayers and blessings to everyone yeah. there. Hopefully everyone's doing well. And if Norm happens to be watching this, Norm, we love you and we miss you, buddy. And thank you again for the beautiful music you created for us. Norm is such a great guy. Right. Yeah, we're going to get, um, you know, we're yeah, to next week already. Looking at the, already on next Looking week. into the future. <laughs> what did TP say? I didn't hear it. Is it already wait till next week? <laughs> okay. Alexa, what time is it? The time is 12.05 p.m. We went, did you go on the air at 11.45? So uh, we've been going live for about 46 minutes right yeah, now. Okay, but after great. figuring out all the technical difficulties and cleaning right. me on my first live show for us. So. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're still watching, I really appreciate you bearing with us during this, our first run of this with Carrie um, admin in the show. Or moderating the show. And thank you I for know. being on the show, TP. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> TP, do you want to come over this weekend and hang out? Uh, hey, you, I don't mind hanging out, uh, but getting in is the problem. So, to, I, so Jenny Castle with the NFB called me the other day and wanted to know if I would be at the meeting this Saturday. And I said, yeah, and TP, you can go with me if you want. I think I sent you a message about it or talked about it, or didn't I? Yeah, because you you have fun. So anyway, so does anybody else want to say anything before I end the show now? Nope. I think uh, we're ready to. Oh, go ahead, TP. I just want to say if today or this week is your birthday, happy birthday from Becca's World. Oh, yes. And happy anniversary as well, if it's your anniversary. Happy anniversary, 10 years, Rebecca. Celebrating yeah. some freedomness for the... Oh, yeah. For the, yeah. What is today's for, uh, Alexa, what is it? It's Friday, January 14th. Okay, so it's not this coming Tuesday, but it's the following Tuesday, you guys. It's my 10-year anniversary from the day I freedom at guardianship. I walked under for 15 years in the state of And so we're going to have a huge celebration here. Right, guys? At least we're going to celebrate life like we do every day, but we're not going to do any work that day. We're just going to focus on celebrating life. Are you guys still with me? 
I'm still with you, celebrating life. Okay. I want to do a shout out to Mindy and Amber for being so awesome. Yeah, Mindy and Amber, thank you for helping so. on the show up there, right? Um, so TP, is there if I sign off or is there anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm celebrating 55 years. It's your anniversary, so like the 24th is your anniversary. Oh yeah, that's right, your birthday is the next day, right? No, the 25th right. is my anniversary. 25th year anniversary, 26th is my birthday. I'll be 55. And 55 the day after my anniversary. Thank you, sister. Yeah. What'd you say, Cooper? So my lunch just got here, so I'm going to have to sign off, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, It's the closing. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please join us next time for another exciting episode of The Blind View. That's a wrap. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.